0: 1991, I was the recipient of the ever-so-loving nickname, Tina Talkalot. Now, this could have stunted my extroverted self, but instead, I embraced that name like it was my job. Almost 30 years later, that name still rings true. Here's the deal, though. I actually really love to listen, too. Someone once joked that this only happens on Tuesdays, though. Now, I don't want to disappoint your expectations of the show, so we won't be off too often, but on occasion, you will hear from people other than myself. This episode happens to be one of those. Well, Hello, hello, everybody. I am so super excited for you guys to hear from our guest today. She happens to be one of my very best friends in the world. And when I was mapping out the um, next few months, of these 90, couple months of this 90 days of podcasting, I noticed that of course we fall in Valentine's day and then this now new made up, uh, another new made up holiday of Galentine's day. And I thought, well, I'll have one of my very favorite gals on the podcast. So I welcome Naomi Norse to the podcast today. So thank you so much for hanging out with me.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on Tina. I'm so honored to be on your podcast.
0: I'm pumped. Usually, Naomi and I are hanging out, like grabbing coffee and driving around our little town that we live in to waste yeah. time before we have to homeschool. Yes. <laughs> so we'll uh, cheers this morning because this is our coffee time. We both can be, you know, maybe drinking something. So I'm pumped for her to be here. She has quite the story. So when I first met Naomi, um, we actually met through our daughters both living like completely different lives, which is kind of crazy now that we joke about how, where we were at that time. And I feel like the longer we've been friends, the more and more our lives are like very similar, but in the beginning they were very, very different. So Naomi was primarily, um, you know, homeschooling her kiddos and I was, uh, running, uh, multiple businesses and so we just didn't have as many similarities then as we do now so we'll walk you through that story a little bit but I'd like to hand the mic over to you Naomi and just have you share a little bit of like your journey from where you were before and disclaimer Naomi does the doTERRA business with me so um <laughs> we'll walk through that <laughs> a little bit um but where you were before doTERRA and then what it looks like now for you so tell you. yeah
1: okay well um reversed a couple of years ago and I was, um, well I should reverse even further. I've always been kind of entrepreneurial and creative at heart and, um, have always kind of dipped my toes into a lot of different areas. And so, um, I homeschool my four kids full-time and, uh, stay home with them. So at that time, a couple of years ago, I had just branched out into the, uh, makeup artist industry and I was starting my own makeup artist practice. And I was trying to establish myself in the community and make connections with other, um, local makeup artists and kind of, um, you know, make some collaborations and make some friends. And, what I discovered in that process was that that industry can be a little harsh and not super friendly. And I was getting a lot of pushback and people, uh, treating me more like competition than, uh, collaboration, which is, well, really and happened. I think
0: they actually also felt like you were like, had some sort of, I don't like, I don't know the word for it, but they thought you had some motive. Like, yeah.
1: Like Like a hidden
0: agenda. Yes. Like there wasn't actually like, why would she want to do this? Because that industry was pretty, I mean, cutthroat is pretty harsh to say, but it was just like, wait, no one's ever actually done this before. Why is she wanting to connect? Right. And so I think. Maybe there was a mission field that you had over there. I'm glad you didn't stay completely <laughs> completely. <laughs> um, but maybe you need to change the industry a little bit now. Um, but you know, it's when you brought that up to me. I remember back in marketing, my marketing design days and showing up at like association meetings, you know, like design association or whatever. And remembering that same sort of feel, like it was almost like a pretend that they wanted everybody to get together and get to know each other because yeah. we're there. It was like, a, well, how big is your company and how is blah, blah, blah. And it was just all yes. ego thing versus, hey, how can we actually collaborate? You know? Right. Yeah.
1: I was going into that industry, honestly, being very naive. I wasn't aware that that was kind of the um, tone of that industry, and so I learned that really quickly the hard way, and uh, felt really alone. I felt lonely because I was just doing my own thing. Um, I worked with a local photographer, which was an amazing experience. Um, but other than that, I I wasn't um, making a lot of new friends or meeting new people in the industry because um, you know everyone kind of held me at arm's length. And so, um, meanwhile. I'm, you know, working hard, trying to establish myself in this new, uh, industry. And then, um, Tina and I, our friendship had grown through our daughters. We talked about, we met through hockey both of our daughters are on the same team. And so, um, we saw each other pretty much every day at hockey practice and games and everything. So Tina and I talked all the time and we were coming from such different worlds. She was like this businesswoman, and I am like this creative DIY little makeup artist homeschooler. <laughs> and so we like, somehow our friendship grew because I think opposites attract is the only explanation. And, um, so she actually helped me a lot with giving me some tips for like my website and some business tips for like starting my own business with my makeup artistry. And, um, but all the while I'm feeling super lonely and I'm watching Tina just have a blast with this community that she had built with doTERRA. And, um, I felt jealous. I felt really like, almost left out of something I wasn't a part of, if that makes sense. (laughs) And um, at that time, I had been using essential oils and uh, loving, you know, all of the product and stuff, but um, watching this community piece and like the friendships and the trips and the uh, get togethers and all of these things that, you know, Tina was constantly busy doing um I felt like I wanted to be a part of that. so that is really what drew me in towards um exploring the option of you know joining that that community, uh, the doterra community and so that was um the initial draw for yeah. me and because also, i will just touch on the fact that i am not a very good salesperson. <laughs> 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 So that piece, you know, kind of is what like held me back a little bit and gave me hesitation. But then um, Tina assured me that there was a place for every type of person in their community and, and welcomed me in.
0: Well, and I love that. And one of the, you know, one of the many reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast is I know that within network marketing, we talk a lot about community. And, you know, not a lot of people have had that experience outside of, you know, network marketing and even sometimes inside of network marketing, people don't have it, but it is truly within ours. Our community is, is very strong in the collaboration piece. Like, you know, I just spent last week, as you know, of course, and not everyone on the podcast knows, but I just spent last week in, you know, Bend, Oregon, hanging out with nine other women collaborating on an onboarding system for our teams and all of us are not on each other's teams and so we act we yeah. just joked while we were there like we're all excited for each other's growth we're all excited to help each other but we're not actually part of one another's teams meaning that we're we're not financially benefiting off of one another and oh, yeah. it doesn't cross each other's minds like it doesn't even cross each other's minds that, like, oh well, if I help you, well, you might take someone. Like, it's just this like totally different mindset. And I know you, of course, Naomi, Completely. have been in situations with all of our team, and it just feels like a community versus anything else. Like, absolutely no, oh well, you might take my person. Like, <laughs> it just is never. Right. You don't even right. think about it. <laughs> I mean, even you and I have had the had it come up a couple times where we're actually talking with some of the same people and of course we benefit one another because we are on the same team but still it obviously benefits you more if you are the person that brings someone on or whatever and it's just as always like a oh no just as long as they become a part of the family like and we truly feel that way so i think you know as we do talk about community a lot in this field in this industry this is like living proof that this was the draw for you. It wasn't necessarily like, oh, I'm going to make millions of dollars and, you know, do all this, like climb all these ranks, although that's really fun and appealing. And you have done quite a bit of that. It's the community piece really is what, you know, drew you in and still continues to draw in you and, you know, many others, you know? So, yeah, it was
1: really quite shocking coming from, um, the beauty industry And then once I actually jumped in with doTERRA, just seeing the complete, uh, mind shift in everybody of like helping each other. And like you said, um, you know, so much of what goes on is that women are helping someone that they don't benefit from. Mm -hmm. They're just helping because the type of people that doTERRA draws in are givers and, uh, teachers and helpers. And they're just such wonderful women. And uh, I feel like I've gained, you know, a whole new family. Mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. It would be so weird if you weren't in it. So we have, we, we put together a few tips for you guys. If you are working with a really close friend now, of course, Naomi and I became even closer friends through doTERRA, but honestly, even before we started together, uh, we were you know, sharing our lives, you know, with one another. And so we have four tips that we find that, you know, working with a really close friend, um, especially in network marketing, but, you know, anytime people say, you know, don't work with friends and family. Well, we, I believe we figured it out. And actually many people on my team, we figured it out. We worked together. Um, But one of the first, the very first tip I would say is when I first met Naomi is, I just knew I like knew right away. I was like, Oh dang, she is totally going to be on my doTERRA team. <laughs> and I could have jumped in like right away. You guys, I mean, she made her own products, like similar type of products that we sell in doTERRA. People were already purchasing from her years before. And she has this like complete DIY knack, you know, obviously already had the entrepreneurial spirit, uh, worked, you know, with her, you know, homeschool. So like, the type of career or job that she would pursue would definitely be something that had to be flexible and had to be from home. It just like she checked all the boxes, you know? And so I knew literally from the moment I heard about her, saw her in the hockey stands, like all the things about her. So I could have went right in for it. Right. I could have been talked about it and, you know, straight out asked her like, hey, you should do this with me. And I didn't. Like it was probably, do you think a year, Naomi? Maybe yeah, close to a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a really smart move for you to wait. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Because in the beginning it would have been a turnoff for one thing. It would have hindered our friendship. I just know. I mean Naomi is very graceful and amazing, but I do know that it would have put a little like ooh, you know, kind of odd feeling right in there or kind of like hanging and hovering over. And it wasn't like I was trying to be manipulative along the way, obviously, like I desire to be friends with her regardless whether she was on my doTERRA team or not, but I just knew that it was a really good fit. So I really did tread lightly. I mean, Naomi had used other essential oils before and had a really great experience with doTERRA and was like, shoot, these actually work better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I remember vividly, I was at a doTERRA event and I wrote out this like whole email and this whole thing to her and was like, and I still need to find this. I'm like, I don't know where it's lost in. Like, maybe we're never supposed to read it. I don't know, but I wrote it <laughs> all to her. And now I look back and it was like total, just setting the intention for myself because I didn't give it to her. Um, I remember being on a walk with her and being like, Hey, I really, you know, I really think we could do this together. But again, It was at least a year into our friendship before, and, you know, she had an oil product experience and we had our friendship, it had grown more and it was now more a comfortable time. So I would say if you're looking at, you know, bringing in a friend or a newer friend or a newer connection, um, into your business, uh, specifically probably more network marketing, this isn't something to just like jump into immediately, especially if you plan to be in this business forever. Like I do, I, Mm -hmm. I there's no reason for me to rush. It would have been a selfish ask for me in the beginning, um, to, and, and maybe again, would have burned a friendship or burned that bridge, um, of her ever coming on over tread lightly with this. And in some ways, you know, it can become their idea a little bit too, because they're seeing the things like Naomi said with the, the community piece and that aspect of it, which I didn't know, but now I look back and I was like, Oh, I totally should have seen that. Like that, that she desired that at the time. And I had it and I didn't, I didn't totally realize it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think um, one of the temptations oftentimes for uh, people who are just starting with network marketing is to go after their, well, I shouldn't say go after, but approach their friends and family first Mm -hmm. and that was kind of one of our tips is to maybe you know don't start there. Yeah, yeah. Always. Some situations you can, but yep, yes, yep. just tread lightly with those friendships that are really meaningful to you because friendship is more important than being in a business together.
0: Absolutely. The second one is oh, working through conflict. Uh we have definitely had uh-huh. to work through conflict because we, well, we have children that are friends. So there's that, I mean, that <laughs> another is- layer Oh goodness! and conflict we have had, we won't spread all of our kids issues out to you, <laughs> uh, but we have had with literally all of our children there, you know, Naomi has four kids. I have three kids, mine, like mush in between hers. And we've got, each kid has had different things together, right? Yeah. Just they're humans, like fun, you know, like teenagers. Right. Yeah. So we have had to sit down and just be completely open and, and ask questions, you know, and learn things about each one of our kids to understand why are they hurt with this? Or why did this happen? Or why are they mean here? or Whatever. Um, and so just like working through that conflict and not you know, letting it be friendship enders. And obviously our kids stuff wouldn't be, but you know, we ourselves have had stuff where it's like, you know, miscommunication probably was some big things, mm-hmm. um, or just like letting things kind of stack up and not like discussing it. Or we haven't really had necessarily had the issue of like talking about business too much and not personal, but I've had that with other leaders where they're like, Tina, I still need a friendship with you. Not just business. Cause I can totally go that route. So I think we've done a pretty good job at keeping it, you know, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because conflict 1000% every single time you and I have gone through it, or, you know, we've had other friendships where we go through it. It's so much better and sweeter on the other side when you yeah. actually have worked through it and you come to an understanding. And I think it's really easy in any friendship this goes with business they're not just let it be and then it just yeah. lingers.
1: Kind of fester. Or,
0: yes like it will just fester or it can actually start to end a friendship and yeah. wonder well where'd that friendship go well you didn't actually nurture the good and the bad like actually stepping into it so i think we've done a really good job at this. And I, I know for me, it's because when I found you as a friend, I was like, oh, this one is not leaving. Like I'm not letting this (laughs) one go. Like we're in it forever, you know? And so I think that was a big, big part of it, but our lives are so mingled together too, that if anything went wrong, it's like, oh my gosh, that screws up work and bestie and friendship and just like everything. So I think that's, yeah, um, lots
1: of ricochet effect there. Um
0: holy, holy.
1: yes. And this is like some, something that I've had to really grow and stretch and learn along the way because, like Tina said, once we kind of hit our first conflict, um I'm like a very introverted um peacemaker type person. I don't like conflict, I don't like bringing like confronting people. And, um, but our friendship had grown enough at this point that, you know, you know, there's those keepers that you're like, I would do anything to keep, maintain this friendship because I'm not going to let some miscommunication end this. And so, um, if, if you hear that this morning and think that that sounds like really hard to like bring up something that made you feel bad or uncomfortable or whatever, uh, you don't have to be good at it you just have to like ease Mm -hmm. into it. And it is something that grew me. And like, I had to uh, learn along the way. So, um,
0: yeah, it can be really tough. I mean, and in our first situation, like it was just complete miscommunication and had you not brought it to me, it would have become completely festered. And we would share the story with you. It's nothing like horrible or anything, but it's just like, so only applicable to doTERRA. So like, it's, there's no reason to like completely share, but it's just miscommunication. Naomi brought it to me. I was like, Oh my gosh, no, not at all. Like that's like, not what I meant or not what I was thinking. And so again, just bring it to the table, small or big or whatever it is like, and, and work through it. It's friendships are worth it. And it's not just, Naomi and I's friendship, it's like, I feel like we, in our society, like we push away friendships too easily when mm-hmm. they, they can be worked through. It's not easy, but thinking about like starting new friendships, although they're fun, right. Kind of like the honeymoon phase of new friendships and stuff. It's fun, but it's hard. Like you don't have all yeah. the history, You don't have all the memories. You don't have all the stories. And there are definitely friendships that I wish I would have done the hard work, yeah. you know, to to kind of muscle through whatever it was, you know,
1: Absolutely. Um, but
0: especially in work, um, there's a lot more comes up, right. A lot more comes up than just kid issues or like a miscommunication, like work stuff, right. Setting expectations where we're at. And that's something that I know that we have. So like number three, we would say is lots of communication. So we have really communicated like probably more than <laughs> over-communicated. <laughs> sometimes Uh, yeah because we're together a lot so like actually our friendship I would say like really took it to the next level during COVID because we were on the same page with everything although we did take a couple weeks break because we were just happy to have our kids not together for a a good
1: excuse for (laughs) taking a break
0: I remember like we went to coffee and like what I mean by going to coffee is like we went through the drive-thru we have an adorable little drive-thru in our town and we would go to the drive through and drive around. And I remember doing this and we we're like, okay, how much longer should we wait to let our kids get together? Yeah. <laughs> it's so peaceful, not driving kids around. Right. Um, so it was a couple of weeks, but anyways, besides that, we were really on the same page and we became part of kind of like our bubble friends, like hanging out through COVID and, and connecting. And then at that time we started working out together, you know, three days mm-hmm. a week. Preston would laugh if he heard that because we were right. a little shoddy <laughs> on how many times, but usually Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday, you know, we hang out for that hour and then we'll go grab coffee because Preston doesn't really let us talk while we're working out. We should be, we're supposed to focus on our core. We just mm-hmm. want to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole time. Um, but I feel like that communication in business is needed, especially in network marketing, because truly we end up being like business partners, right? We're working on projects together. We're working on, um, you know, helping and mentoring other leaders within our organization. There's so much stuff kind of always going on, our own personal business stuff, our own team business stuff, um, you know, collaboration, whatever it is. And so I think the communication is huge, not only with conflict, but just like working together every day and the ideas start flowing. That's what I always think is so fun. It's like, we come up with these like, you know, ideas of things to do. Like we're doing a monthly DIY together and yeah. bringing people in and like, it's just so fun and it feeds like the community, the idea, the strategy, like all the stuff, um, you know, quality time is to- totally my jam. Um, you know, it, it just feeds all of that. So like if we weren't in as much communication as we are, we wouldn't even know that those are some of the things we need in our business. So yes. that's a really big piece too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We communicate all the time and there's a lot of different avenues of communication too. We try to see each other pretty regularly, but then also constantly either texting or on Boxer or something. And, um, that, that is actually one thing that I had never used before is voice messaging before I met Tina. And I think that that is actually a really important, huge thing too, because there's so much lost in written communication um, especially when there could be higher, uh, higher degree of miscommunication, like with, you know, business partner and a friend, yep. um, hearing someone's voice, the tone of their voice, all of that communicates so much better. So,
0: yeah, well, and that's interesting. You bring it up. I hadn't really thought about it in this way, but like, I'm a talker, of course, like that's my thing, but yeah. when I respond via text, I'm usually short like short and sweet. So it could come across as like, I'm like upset or angry or whatever. When right. in actuality, it's like, no, I'm just like, I'm so busy. I have seven thousand things happening. So voice for me, it's actually a better way for my personality, even to communicate to people Yeah, because you hate me, you know? Yeah. So I think that that's helpful. I love that. So tons of communication. And I mean, you don't have to be like workout partners and all the things, but I do feel like when you do meld your life together and it's already melded together, you know, communication about all the different topics is is really important, um, yeah. and I think we do a decent job at like keeping, you know, topics where they're at. Like we're at hockey all the time together, and it's so rare that we like talk about business because we're like focused on hockey hockey game or our spouse, yeah. or, and so even though that's I it hasn't been super intentional to me, it's just I we just kind of have fallen into that that pattern yeah uh, this lives here this is here this is here or like we we're together in like a homeschool like co-op environment same thing it's just like friends and you know yep, that... does actually creep in so right
1: part of that balance of not you know weighing everything on the business all the time which is easy to do sometimes yes um but we've yeah had to like kind of keep things where they're at. And then that builds the other portions of our friendship at yep. the same time that we're building the business together.
0: Yeah. And the other piece on communication I think is important for those of you that, you know, are in network marketing, you understand this piece is like my expectations um, and my goals would be really easy to put onto Naomi. And although she knows them and she knows the part that she plays in them, I feel like we've done a really good job at like, not making that like tension there because what yeah. these efforts totally reflect on, you know, my paycheck and my level that I am in the company and all of that stuff. So th- that can be a really easy, like, oh, like,
1: yeah,
0: there. And I think it really is like we just communicate on that. And I don't know how else to say that we just communicate on it a lot. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that's a, that's a big piece. Okay. The last one, um, is number four. So what we wrote here was embrace what you bring to the table. And I think it's probably pretty clear to you guys after listening to us for even this long, that we do have a lot of differences. Um, we have a lot of similarities, but we have 1000% embrace, like what, what is Naomi's strengths? What are my strengths? How can we use them uh, together? So for me, when I met Naomi, like I said, I knew that she was a big DIY person. And it's so funny now today, still to this day, I'm always asking her for recipes. I was like, tell me your face serum again. I'll write it down this time, you know, like, (laughs) or she'll just make it for me because she knows I'm not probably going to do it myself. (laughs) Oh, but even like within our DIY nights, like I actually really enjoy doing these DIY nights. I'm like, I'm like a wannabe crafter completely because I have tons of stuff. I buy it for crafting and then it ends up like not getting done until Naomi comes over and we like get it done. Um, but we can come together with ideas, but it like actually happens you know, because Naomi, that's her thing. Right. So that's a kind of an odd, different example, but that is one of the things that we both have embraced in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that we complement each other really well because, um, I am not at all strategically minded or business minded. It's just not how my brain works. And I actually kind of sit back and just revel at Tina sometimes because I'm like, (laughs) wow. I never would have thought of it that way or even thought of that idea or whatever. And Tina is so good at uh, bringing these big, elaborate plans into existence and um, throwing out these ideas and then I can get them done. I can like help execute them, but I cannot come up with those ideas Um And so, yeah, having friendships, like at first, I honestly, when she first approached me about the business, I, I couldn't see how it would work because she is so different than I am. And she's so business savvy. And I thought that I would have to be that way to do this with her. And, um, you know, over time, like you've realized, like I said, there's, there's a place for everyone at the table and bring the gifts that you have into your business. Um, and they're going to end up complementing each other because where she, um, is really strong, I'm weak. Where I'm really strong, she's weak, and we can work together really well that way. So that, um, you know, we just kind of partner up and be like, hey, can you help me with this? Because I'm not really great at that. And um, it works beautifully.
0: Yep, I love it. And we both actually have stretched each other in a lot of ways. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> fun of things like the word, my word for the year this year is definitely based on Naomi's gifts. My word of the year is thoughtful. And Naomi is like, absolutely the most thoughtful person. Like I was sick a few weeks ago. Well, many of you know, cause I recorded podcasts while I was sick and Naomi brought me flowers, which are still alive by the way. Oh, wow. Um, and she brought me flowers. Like who, who does that? Naomi does and so it's like something I always love I appreciate it so much and I'm like okay thoughtful is definitely gonna be my word for the year I have to like kind of in like take on some of Naomi's but you guys (laughs) Naomi knows this but you guys may not like my my office is like full of gifts that I've bought for people that I just like never sent to them. <laughs> like, oh, I have this person in mind or like this card and it's just sitting. Here. So it was um, a nice thought. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really nice thought. <laughs> but like no one knows that I'm actually thoughtful because they never get anything. From me. <laughs> yeah. I laugh. But it's like really depressing. So, um, a lot of things will be landing in people's mailboxes in 2022 so that my office can get cleaned. That's like the actual alter ulterior motive there. <laughs> but, but I think, and then, and then here's another thing that I just so love. And you, I know you acknowledge this all the time, Naomi, is that I 1000% just like sprung this podcast on you. And when I first met you, would you have just like wanted to die? Oh. If-
1: I would, I would have died. <laughs> I would have probably not responded to you and just like hid. No, I wouldn't have done it.
0: <laughs> right. So it's completely different. It's so funny. We were talking this morning at workout we're like, well, we should probably kind of outline this. And I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, a few years ago, you would have, you would have been like, no, I'll pass. Like, I'm not going to be on the podcast. And then <laughs> now here we are like planning to go a few hours before. So yeah, I love that. that- Which So embracing what we each bring to the table, but also knowing that like we, you know, yes, we need each other, but there are things that obviously you're going to learn from your friendships with you guys are probably like, well, that's kind of obvious. You start to kind of be more like the people that you hang out with, Um, but we still can embrace those things. So I love this. This was super fun. I mean, we gave you these four tips that just like treading lightly with friendships when you're working in business, make sure that you, you know, really, you actually take time to work through conflict And maybe even set the stage a little bit prior to like, Hey, if this happens, this is what we're going to do. I mean, there could be some of those conversations that we've had. Um, for example, Naomi has said to me like, Hey, if I ever, you know, step out of this business, I won't hold, hold the team hostage. And that was a big, you know, part of the conversation. And those of you in network marketing would understand that. I know it's a little deeper for those that don't get the, you know, kind of layout, Mm -hmm. but we've had to have those conversations, you know, we, we get it. Um, number three, tons of communication, like overly communicate, which kind of goes through working through conflict and then just embracing what each other brings to the table and just like loving that piece and and understanding it. I think knowing each other's strengths or even as much as we don't follow the Enneagram anymore, we still pulled a lot of information from that to understand one another and just dove in. So I love this. This has been so super fun. Um, I know that if you have been thinking about stepping into network marketing or specifically stepping into Otera, um, both Naomi and I love to be able to work with people, um, that they don't, you don't have to be like us, right? Like you can be completely different. We just talk about all of those things. And we would love to work, um, with you. If that's something you're like, I want to be a part of this community. We would love that. And sometimes people think like, well, if I join Naomi's team, am I a part of Tina's team? If I like, yes, Yes, you're about part of both of our teams and you could work with both of us. So yeah. you're listening, thinking this is what I want to do, uh, we would love to invite you in. We would love, love, love it. So you are welcome to send um either Naomi or I a message on Instagram or a couple us in together. Um this is something we didn't even start talking about. Um, but Naomi has an amazing Instagram. Um, she has a blast with reels, having super fun, but she also really focuses on um, natural beauty and bringing in what her past was in the world of, um, you know, makeup and all of that. It's so fun. Cause I will reach out to her and I'll be like, okay, tell me, you know, which mascara I can buy. Or she'll even say, Tina, you can't buy that. Like that's not clean. You know? <laughs> um, and so, or now we don't get our nails done and like, there's so many different things anyways. Um, but she has a really great Instagram. So I will link that in the show notes for you guys and just want to say thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us. I hope that you have friendships um, that are flourishing and that are growing and that you can do business together and connect. So I hope you guys have a great day. We'll be back here tomorrow on Valentine's day, talking about a whole lot of things I love, and I can't wait to share that with you. So have a great day guys.